Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore. We get together about twice a week and chew on God's Word. And this week, we've got Jamie Harms with us. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Chris. How are you? Doing well in yourself? I'm doing well. Um, this week, we you have just finished or are about to finish the fasting series. We are. This is our final week of fasting. Then we're going to take a week off and jump straight into feasting. Oh, man. <laughs> Hungry ladies. Hungry ladies. <laughs> you did not fast for those no. four or five weeks. Not for the whole four or five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a pretty big first fast. Yeah, we had three or four, go to the hospital, no big deal. Um, okay. So what are you bringing this week for us? Yes, so I have been, as I've mentioned before, I've been doing a chronological read-through, and I have been in the book of Jeremiah. Ooh. And so actually, I had a question for you, because with Jeremiah, I read through the whole book and went... Oh my, I don't remember what was in that book or how it all related, so I started over again. Have you ever done that with a book? <laughs> yes, I, I've done it with books. I do it more commonly with like chapters or paragraphs mm-hmm. where I'm like, I didn't retain any of that. I remember all of these words, <laughs> and there's a lot of similar words, but what were they actually saying? <laughs> it's like having a, what do they have that, uh, like, this is going to be an obscure reference that I should probably edit out, but like, um, like brainwashing, you're like hoping somebody triggers something with a word and you're like, oh yes, I remember reading yes. all of this, but until then it's locked away. Well, as long as you brainwash with the Bible, right? <laughs> That's right. Take that to the bank, brainwash with the Bible. Yes. We'll start a new series next week. So since my type A personality was already having to deal with the fact that I was behind in my reading plan, I decided to just continue and stay behind and reread Jeremiah. So I pulled out my um, handy-dandy uh, colored pencils, which Ooh. my ladies know, and I started marking every time I came through the second time the words, Behold, as well as Thus saith the Lord, or Thus says the Lord. Yeah. Um, and I started marking out all the different ways that uh, when God speaks, He says, I will, I will, what? And so, along with just marking in my columns the different characteristics of God that were displayed. And it's been fascinating. I didn't know if there was so much in Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, it's been awesome in this second read-through. Well, that is uh, an interesting testimony to just putting a little different spin on like what you're looking for mm-hmm. and how that can really, like your brain just zeroes in and all of a sudden you're seeing this stuff pop off the page. Exactly. Well, the first read through, all I could see was thus says the Lord, thus says the Lord, thus says the Lord. And I couldn't tell you what he was saying. Yeah. And so I had to go back to figure, figure out <laughs> what the Lord was saying. <laughs> There's a, a sermon in there somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> so what did you find? Yeah, so just a quick background for those of you who haven't read Jeremiah recently. So Jeremiah is a prophet who was in between the time of King Josiah and Babylon in Jerusalem. And so essentially at the beginning, God calls Jeremiah to be the prophet and pretty much says, I'm going to tell you this to tell the people and they're never going to listen to you and you're going to do it anyway. And, and that's true. And they were carried off to Babylon and he stayed in Judah and he continued to encourage those in exile and say the words of the Lord and they still didn't listen. And so um, that in and of itself was a little bit of um, a conviction in the fact that sometimes God calls us to do hard things and we won't ever see the fruit, which ties in with Hebrews 11 that we've been doing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I there are some things that I just really encouraged by as I saw all the thus says the Lord, <laughs> um, just seeing his heart for his people and his persistence. Sometimes he'd even say, I 
have done this persistently. Mm-hmm. They actually use the word persistently to try to get your attention and you're still not listening. Um, and so just hit this continual, the thus says the Lord's, I think there were multiple in every single chapter of the 50 some chapters in Jeremiah. He's constantly speaking. He's tell, he is not distant. He is there. He's engaged and he has his heart for his people. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you think, um, I often remind myself and other people, you know, whatever frustrations you're having with so-and-so or how mm-hmm. desperately you want this person to trust the Lord in their life, um, that is a, a shadow of mm-hmm. the heart of the Father. And so, likewise here, you, I mean, I can certainly even f- sense the frustration Jeremiah must have mm-hmm. sent on this suicide mission that's going to go nowhere <laughs> and think, mm-hmm. okay, wait a minute, who's sending him? He must experience to some degree this same sense of like, I'm pursuing you and you're not getting it. And granted, we can't take applying human thought too far to how mm-hmm. the Lord works. But I imagine, you know, we go, okay, this bugs me. Maybe this bugs God a lot more than me. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even, you know, we often think of the God of the Old Testament in the judgment and wrathful sense. And that is definitely present here, but it's interwoven with I'm seeing you break the covenant. I'm seeing your idolatry. I'm seeing you go after other gods. Return to me. Mm-hmm. Return. I will restore you. You have to return to me so that I can restore you. And so it plays back and forth of you just see like his his wrath and the fact that we do have this wrath for sin and that's mm-hmm. why he died to take away that wrath. Yeah. But that it's tied in with this heart of restoration. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just this vengeful, get you out of my sight. It's, ah, why are you doing this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have done this before you. I was the one who gets you out of Egypt. I am the one who has, um, I don't have to actually look at my notes and not have the microphone in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you see, he is the one who's pursued them. He is the one provided the government. He is the one who has established this justice because of their disobedience. He'll say, I'm sending you into exile, but I will bring you back. Like there's, it's, he's the one doing it all. They're not, they're not the ones doing it either. <laughs> yeah. And what a great reminder that the desire there is to draw them back. Yes. I mean, scripture tells us that, that God disciplines his children. Yes. And, I, you know, for me, I almost think of that as a warning. Like, if you're living a life without any discipline, like, ooh, like, <laughs> you know, that should be alarming. But it is amazing to see, especially in the Old Testament, like you said, which is characterized by this, um, I don't know, barbarism, you know, barbaric. Like, it's just old, you know, there's war and there's death and there's debauchery and all these things. But especially there, you still see that covenant faithfulness of God. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean for us today? Not that our sins are any better today <laughs> than they were back oh, then. They all lead to death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But sometimes we can like push God away into this distant, mm-hmm. you know, scowling fatherly figure. And he says, I will, I'm going to discipline you. You're mm-hmm. doing these things, but I want you back. That's why I'm doing these things. Exactly. And I think in, in reading Jeremiah, you know, I've read it twice in a month. And But this is a ministry that spanned 30-some years oh my before gosh. they were taken off to Babylon. And so it also just demonstrates there's this patience involved. Mm-hmm. That yes, you know, he is going to have to discipline them for this action, but it's not um, 
reactionary. Mm-hmm. It's it's a response to his people to bring them from disobedience to obedience. And so um, anyway, I was encouraged even by that piece too, that the God that we 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 see is is that yes, there is discipline. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of patience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean what have what have any of us done for 30 years faithfully? 30 years. <laughs> in, in, well, you're only like 30 years old. I am. I know. I've <laughs> I've breathed. I've eaten for 30 years. Like those are necessities. But, you know, like, uh, and then to add on top of that, 30 years of, and I'm using air quotes, listener, failing. Mm-hmm. Like he was not seeing the success by bringing this message. No. And he was committed because he was expressing what God felt towards his people. Exactly. And God calls uh, Jeremiah as well as us to faithfulness, Mm -hmm. not to success. And he faithfully went and told the king and the people that this was coming and they did not listen to him. And he was imprisoned. He was put in a cistern. He had threats on his life. There was all kinds of stuff that happened, yet he continued to go back and, and be faithful in that area. Yeah. It makes me think of, you know, people who have friends or family You know, they have generations and they're Mm -hmm. like, what difference is any of this making as I pour into these people's lives? And, and you don't know 30 years down the road Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's several generations. What is God doing at work that you weren't ever meant to see the fruit of, at least in this life? Mm -hmm. Well, in Hebrews 11, it talks about that too. They didn't see the promise fulfilled. Right. And uh, we don't have the promise to see the promise fulfilled. We just know that it's (laughs) promised. Yeah. And so Jeremiah is another case of that too. Yeah, that mm-hmm. faithfulness that we can look at and go, okay, this is good because God is at work in it. Yes. Not because I'm necessarily essential and my success is essential to measuring. We, we can trust God's character mm-hmm. even though we don't see the outcome ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a good reminder yeah. from Jeremiah. From Who Jeremiah. reads that dusty Old Testament book? Oh, it's pretty fantastic. You should try it. <laughs> At least read it twice, everyone. At least, with with your colored pencils. With colored pencils. That is an essential piece of this. Um, So where is, and this is, I'm segueing a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Where is, does this tie it all into the feasting um, that you're going into for women's ministry? Or does it frame your mind up a little bit at all? I find that whatever I'm reading, I will end up drawing things from it. Um, mm-hmm. As somebody who does ministry vocationally, I find I need to do something just for my devotions and something that I'm studying to teach and kind of separate the two. Mm-hmm. So they inevitably crisscross, but the the read through the Bible and Jeremiah recently has been just my own study time with God. Nice. Um they do talk about the temple in here. They do celebrate kind of the feasts and didn't celebrate the feasts and broke the covenants that we're going to be talking about. But um, this isn't specific to the feasts. Gotcha. And remind us, you've talked about it before. What mm-hmm. is the year-long thing you're going through? It's called the Bible Recap. It it just uses the chronological read-through of the Bible and then has the short daily podcasts. And honestly, I haven't even been getting doing the podcast. The point is to just be in the Bible every day. So for the most part, I've just been doing the chronological read through. And nice. then especially in some harder pieces where I'm like, I have no idea what I just read. <laughs> I'll go and listen to the podcast and get a little bit more context. It's like, oh, okay. And then go back read through again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rachel's so. actually mentioned that she's stumbled across that. And I was like, oh, Jamie was just talking about this to me. <laughs> it's a great little thing. 
It is great. And I love that the focus is still that when we read the Bible, we read it as a book that's about our God. Mm-hmm. And so in the Bible recap, every every day she has what she calls her God shot. Whereas what do we learn about God and his character today? Even from you know a book like Jeremiah or passages where you don't necessarily think are explicit, but you can still see the character of God being displayed. Um, and so I, I really appreciate that aspect of it too. Yeah. It's easy for us to go, hmm, what does this mean for me? Or this how's this about me? a self-help book for me to make me more holy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> and there's plenty in there that does reveal the sin in our own heart, yeah. but it starts first with God's character. Awesome. <laughs> well, any closing thoughts on your experience with Jeremiah? I think it's fantastic and you should read it. How's that? There we go. <laughs> Full endorsement from Jamie. Read Jeremiah. Read it and twice. And maybe even twice. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate you you bringing your devotional time here and sharing this with the listeners so that they can be encouraged too. My pleasure. Awesome. Well, we will get you guys next time. Thank you guys for listening. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's Word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples. 